Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing a thought of the day. So today I'm going to talk a bit about persecution, and more specifically, persecution that is driven by the religious spirit. Uh, and the the way that I found out about how dangerous the religious spirit was was actually through a pretty interesting story. One day I heard a knock on my door and opened the door to find a couple of young Mormon missionaries. So anyway, I invited them in and they talked to me about their perspectives and, and the different things that they believed in. Needless to say, I wasn't quite convinced. Um, they were really nice guys though, and so I said to them, listen, I'll make you a deal. If you come to my church, I'll come to your church. And to make sure that they stuck to their end of the bargain, the condition was that they come to my church first. Because I didn't want to risk me going to their church without them coming to my church as well. So anyway, what happened is they came to the church that I was going to at the time when I was living in Australia. And there was a guy who would frequently um, start yelling out in tongues um, quite sporadically and this was way outside of their scope of understanding or anything that they had ever been exposed to. And I was sitting next to them watching their faces and as they saw this guy speaking in tongues, uh, they looked like they'd seen a ghost. They were utterly shocked. But anyway, it was interesting. They sat through the meeting and, and they survived. So that's great. And so part of me was was happy that they um, were exposed to something a little bit different to what they were used to but now I had to live up to my end of the deal so the next Sunday I go along to the Church of the Latter-day Saints the Mormon Church and don't get me wrong I'm not trying to um, disrespect anyone who is Mormon or believes what they believe I'm just speaking about now my observations based on my experience in this particular setting based on what I understand about the religious spirit so I walked into into this um, setting into the Mormon church and quite honestly um, from from what I experienced on that day I saw a group of people who were so um, trapped and locked into something that um, was was sucking them dry, something that was draining them of their life force. And what I saw was what I believe to be quite an extreme um, impact of the religious spirit. And it was at, at that time that I developed a deep sense of sympathy for these people. And I know we often talk about, or people often talk about how annoying it can be when these people come and knock on your doors and that sort of thing. But what what... I got at that time was a sense of deep compassion because I saw that they were victims of the spirit which we would call the religious spirit and it showed in their faces, showed in their expression, showed in their physical appearance and in that atmosphere I, could, I couldn't wait to leave because I could sense the presence of something that according to my inner radar, according to the Holy Spirit within me was extremely um, dangerous and and perhaps even evil. Um, and so I realized at that time that we see things like the occult, like witchcraft, like sacrifices, like all of that, those sorts of things that we'd usually 
associate with um, the demonic realm and with with evil, those sorts of blatant things, right? We th- we think about the idea of someone being a murderer, and with all of these various expressions of um, yeah, evil, we it, it's it's a blatant form of evil that we recognize as evil. And that we could easily look at those things and say, these things are demonic in nature. Right. But what we often don't realize is that the religious spirit is also satanic in nature, also demonic in nature, and equally comes from uh, a place of evil intent and has a very, very destructive impact and so I, I don't like to often talk about the demonic realm or any, anything that's satanic but I think that where we're going as a people group where we're going we have to be very aware of how this thing works how it operates and what what it will you know try to do around our lives and so when we think about the idea of persecution we often think about it in terms of people who aren't believers we think about people out in the world persecuting us because of what we believe but what I have found surprising in my own experience is that sometimes uh, persecution comes to us from those who we never expected that it would come from so let's have a look at an interesting scriptural example of how the religious spirit operates so let's look at the, the story of Stephen He said, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. So firstly, that's one of the things we can identify. You resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the the prophets did your fathers not persecute? See again, persecution coming from a religious source. They killed those who foretold the coming of the just one of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers. Okay, so again, some other aspects there. Betrayers, murderers, persecutors, resistors. Right? So we see that those are primarily the attributes that we can uh, recognize in a religious spirit. There's an aspect of resisting the Holy Spirit, persecuting, betraying, murdering, wanting to shut down. Sometimes it's not a literal physical murdering, but wanting to shut down who the person is and the message that God gave them. Um, who have received the law by the direction of angels and not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed their teeth, but being full of the Holy Spirit. So at this point, they are very angry and they're frustrated, but they haven't acted on that anger and they haven't acted on that frustration yet. And I want you to see now as we move into this next phase of the story, what it is that actually moves them to want to murder this person, to want to end his life, the utmost extreme action you could take against a person. What is it that triggered the religious spirit driving these people to want to murder and shed the blood and end the life of an innocent man? It says, but he being full of the Holy Spirit gazed into heaven. So this is before he's been stoned, right? It wasn't triggered by him being stoned. This is before. So Stephen gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. So 
Stephen begins to engage in heaven, begins to see the heavens open, and look at how the religious spirit responds to that. They cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord. So they cried out with a loud voice. Let's just look at that. There's um, a resistance with the voice, okay? So they cried out against him with a loud voice. They stopped their ears. That's another aspect of the religious spirit. Doesn't want to hear, doesn't want to receive, doesn't want to listen to the testimony of the engagement with heaven and the access to heaven and the ability for us to see into heaven. The religious spirit did not want to hear it. They cried out against it and they stopped their ears. And next they ran at him with one accord. Right? They came out against him and they cast him out. Okay, so how many of you have been cast out? cast out of a family, cast out of a friendship, cast out of a church, cast out of a school system, cast out of something that has tried to pressure you to conform, try to pressure you to be shut down, try to pressure you to act outside of the natural um, nature that Yahweh has given you. It says they cast him out. And so um, what happens after they cast him out? It says that they stone him. And the witness laid down their clothes at the feet of the young man named Saul, and they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when they had said this, he fell asleep. So again, that's a key for us is, Lord, do not charge them with the sin. Often when we get attacked or we get resisted or persecuted by the religious spirit, we make the mistake of taking it personally and thinking that it's actually about us. But what it's about is about shutting out and shutting down what we carry, what we stand for, the kingdom that we represent, the kingdom that we're ambassadors for, the kingdom that that we carry the message for that there's actually a spirit driving the behavior of the person in front of us and the behavior is to shut down um, to cast out to destroy right and so there's a lot of observations we can make in this portion of scripture around the nature of the religious spirit and so for some of us um we're quite different. I don't know if you've looked around in this community. I certainly have. And I've noticed that a lot of us are very different. We're unique. We've got, we think outside the box. We color outside the lines. We go off the, off the grid. We, we engage with revelation, new perspective, new ideas, fresh engagement with our Father. We operate based on our interaction and our position in heaven. And naturally, what this is going to trigger is the religious spirit. And so I remember for myself, uh, one of the first places where I, f- where I felt this um, pressure to conform, this pressure to fit into the system, the pressure to color inside the lines and the pressure to be something different to what I was, was in the school system. And so the unfortunate thing was that I got put on a double dose of Ritalin, I got labeled with ADD, I got put in detention, and ultimately I got kicked out of the system, got kicked out of the school, because the pressure that I felt was to conform, the pressure that I felt 
was to operate outside of my God-given nature to fit into the molds, to fit into the the um, expectations, the desires, and the perspectives that other people held. And I refused to do that. And I'm not saying that I was any sort of angel or that I was I was the perfect child. No. But what I'm saying is that I definitely felt the pressure of a spirit-driven force for me to shut down who I am, what I carry, to color inside the lines of someone else's expectations. The other place where, uh, unfortunately, for a lot of us, we feel the um, the pressure of a religious spirit is in our families of origin. And um, I respect my family. I love my mum and dad. And um, I know that all of us do. And so sometimes, though, despite the fact that we love people and they love us, it's not around the person's individual intention. Sometimes... Uh, in our families of origin, we can feel a pressure to be something different to what we are. So a lot of people uh, get born into a family where there's a pressure to be a lawyer or to be a doctor or to be an accountant or to obtain some level of success according to what the parents see fit. Very fortunately for me, my parents are very supportive of my dreams and, and desires and yeah, they they support me to um, to go along the path of life that I choose. But for a lot of people, that's not the case. And see again that the religious spirit will oftentimes operate through family members around us, where it will try and shut us down, divert our path, cause us to feel pressured to be something that we're not. And when this happens, it can be one of the trickiest and most difficult things. And I think that the key is, um, in, in, in the case that it's someone that we love who may have been influenced by a religious spirit to pressure us, to divert us off the path that Yahweh's called us to walk in, um, a key, and this is a key that Ian actually shared with me, is just to say to them, thank you for sharing your heart with me. And this is what I believe. That may not be what you believe, but this is what I believe. And I honor your choice and ability f- to, to believe what you believe and to choose what you choose. And I would res- I, I would be grateful if you could do the same for me. Um, so, so in summary, the religious spirit is satanic in nature. It's incredibly cruel. It's incredibly evil. And um, there's no limit to um, the damage that this spirit would want to inflict on us. However, um, we need to separate the people from the spirit and keep our eyes, keep our focus, keep our gaze on Christ, just like Stephen did. He he kept his, his eyes, his vision in heaven on God, and he said, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. So the, the key is let your focus um, remain in the right place. Uh, God bless you. Have a great day and thank you so much for listening.